Hey everybody, I am joined right now by the producers of the Dark Side of the Ring series. Uh, you've gotten to see some exciting, probably not the best word, but captivating uh, dramatic stories over the past two seasons. They're coming back with season three. I have Evan Husney and Jason Eisner with me right now. How are you guys doing today? Hey, good, doing man. good. So you guys are about uh, a, a week out. Uh, eight days away from the season three premiere of dark wow. side of the ring. Uh, it premieres on vice on May 6th. We're finally starting to see uh, more and more uh, footage uh, trailers, more information. We just found out the, the entire slate of episodes uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling this week? Like coming into it? Because I know season two, like, even season one, it was like this unknown thing. And then season two, it had a following. Now it feels like the show's completely blown up and it, you know, it, it's very popular, well-known. So how are you guys feeling going into this season and knowing that you do have such a dedicated audience that <laughs> maybe the first, the sec, you know, in between season one and two, people were still finding out what it is. And now it's like appointment viewing. Well, it's kind of feels like, you know, Jason and I are like in this, this band, you know, and our second, our first demo was, was cool. You know, some people liked the demo and then our first record, you know, was, was cool, but people were still checking it out and it, you know, it did very well. And now the pressure's on for the follow-up record, you know, um, <laughs> but, uh, no, but it's, 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 it's awesome just to see the excitement around it. You know, I um, mean, it's so cool to see, um, you know, especially yesterday when we unveiled all the rest of the stories that we're doing for the rest of the season and just, you know, how I'm always curious what people's reaction are going to be. But to be perfectly honest with you, most of the stories in this season are all stories that fans have highly requested that we do. And, um, and I think this season is very representative of that. (laughs) Sorry if you can hear that. And and when you said like eight days away, I was just like, Oh my God, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's like we hardly have time to even think of it because we're, you know, we're working on, you know, 14 episodes this season. So it's just, we'll be working working on the show nonstop until, yeah, fall probably. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people yeah. sometimes forget that that they do. They think, oh, the show's done and it's just going to air. Like more often than not, the first episode's done and you're still working on like episode nine yeah. and ten. So oh, yeah. yeah, we only have four episodes done right now. So you know, the, the there's ten more to finish as we're delivering them to air. So um, you know, talk about episode fourteen. You know, that, that I don't even, I think that's just begun its editing life cycle, you know? So, yeah. So there's still a lot left to do. Are you still guys doing, are you still doing interviews or is this just post-production right now? Actually, as of a few days ago, um, we finished all of the filming for, for, for the entire season or the, all the interviews, I should say not, there's some reenactment stuff to do yet, but all the interviews have been shot for the most part, unless there's, you know, a couple one-offs we'll do here and there just pickups, but for the, for all the principal interviews have been shot. And I think it's, uh, I think I tallied it. I think it's like a, I think we did 105 interviews this season. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 105. So 105 interviews, uh, <laughs> accomplished Done. that's amazing just in terms of like wrestling history and like archive that's like with every, every each interview is almost like three hours so 
<laughs> it's like 300 hours, yeah. 350 hours of uh, of wrestling history. Wow. And, you, and then you have to put it into like 48 minutes or whatever time it is. So it's yeah. like... And you got to make sure it unfolds and the story's there. And, you know, like, you know, your your aunt and uncle will think it's captivating. You have just a lot of things you have to do to you know to 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 make sure that it's yeah it's all flowing the right way there's no formula to the show every episode kind of gets its own structure that we have to kind of solve like a puzzle and um and yeah yeah it's a lot but it's it's great i think it was uh they said it about dennis rodman on the last dance where he was like 15 minutes or whatever and he was like out like did you have anybody that was just like here's my story like i'm gone or, or did it all kind of like sit <laughs> i down didn't hear like that was... that's great um the only person that's ever done the like 15 minutes i'm out is uh john stossel from season two okay which is like which you know he's kind of the heel of season two in a lot of ways but it's he's amazing i mean he's he said everything he needed to say i mean he did um and that that that's kind of amazing but no i mean uh, there no one's been like that uh this season i mean you know I, nothing comes to mind at least like all the all the no. interviews and everything we've done is you know it's been it's been great the stuff that yeah. we've been getting this this year yeah and i i feel like by now you know the people that you not only want in it but the people that are participating kind of know what they're getting into so not that not that they would do it to be rude it's just I mean, maybe some people that they're only like, oh, this is this is all I really have to say either way. But then you have somebody like I'm going to I'm going to read some of the topics, but like collision in Korea and the steroid trials, you know that it's not going to get that one story told in like one sitting. It's layers and hours and yeah, there's there's so many things that uh, I'm looking forward to because. I'll point out the steroid trials is something I kind of heard about when I was a kid, but it was more like I watched wrestling on TV and Uh then I found out like maybe a couple years after it was over, like, Oh yeah, here's why they had this guy on TV. And here's here, you know, like that's kind of the 94, 95 when I kind of knew what backstage stuff was, but uh, you, you have Nick Gage on here, the ultimate warrior, the dynamite kid, uh fmw the plane ride from hell which i feel like maybe this this generation it's maybe our steroid trial story of that early to mid 2000s so mm-hmm. there there's so many different stories here that i'm looking forward to like i i hate to ask like if you have a favorite but is there one that <laughs> personally wow you learned maybe more than you thought you would about that topic than well into it jason go ahead i think i know which one you're going to talk you're going to say but. i don't i don't yeah it changes for me because you know as we're working on episodes you just you know it's our nature just to become obsessed with the material and so you're i don't know for me i become obsessed with one kind of at a, at a time but um you know, I didn't know much about Nick Gage before going into That's uh, what I thought you were going to talk about, yeah. You know, and him, and I've never been, like, a big fan of, like, deathmatch wrestling. Um, just blood in general, it's, like, hard for me to watch some of that stuff. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's such a captivating character. I be, like I became such a big fan of his and, like, and just um, 
fell in love with him as like a person and just a personality. And he's so, you know, when you're looking like, you know, I love wrestlers that continue to blur the lines and like, I, you know, a character that is believable is like Nick Gage. It's like, he is his character. Like he, totally. He's someone I, I totally believe in, in his gimmick. But then, you know, I also like right now I'm really excited about the Grizzly Smith episode because Mm -hmm as a wrestling fan growing up as a wrestling fan, like when you saw the beyond the mat documentary and you saw that moment with Jake snake Roberts and his father and just like how their relationship is so estranged. And he talks, he mentions a story about his sister being kidnapped and possibly killed. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of just briefly mentioned in that documentary, but we as fans have always wondered like, Whoa, like what's up with that story? Like, mm-hmm. You know, that probably has a lot, there's probably a lot of trauma there that, you know, has probably leaked its way into Jake's persona, you know? And so for us to like dive down that, you know, into that story and meet, you know, some of his other family members like Rocket Robin and Sam Houston, like, you know, you forget that Jake comes from a family of wrestlers, you know, we've, we always know, you know, we've always heard about the the Hart family, the Guerreros, the Von Erics, but you know, the the Smith family. Um, no one ta- was, No one calls no them one the Smith family. Them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That that's a great point though, because you have all of these, like the the first families, so to speak, that come to mind, and like Jake comes from a wrestling family, and you don't mm-hmm. often hear yeah. about that, whether it's lack of information or he is reluctant to talk about it but i think well you'll get to see in the episode yeah. you'll like, see yeah. that's the case yeah, yeah, yeah and i think sure. you know part of it is he's got a really good place in his life now so totally i mean that yeah and i think this is the right vehicle for it mm-hmm. you know it's established like i i said to open the call over two seasons already of you know you guys are taking the right approach to it um how how important is not only having that that catalog of like two seasons already um of work but you know you you're tackling such a tough subject so how do you go into it saying like not just and i'm not just pointing out that story but there's a lot of stuff in here like that maybe isn't talked about because of personal reasons or professional reasons. Like maybe it blows up kayfabe. Maybe it's a legal issue. Like I, the steroid trials is the one that comes out in, in mind of that, but sure. ha, like, do you have to sell people as much on we're going to tell your story the right way anymore or is it kind of just accepted that hey this is what they've done so far i'm I'm in the right hands i mean it's it's yeah i mean still you know uh even though the show is quite successful um you know in in the context of wrestling it it you know uh yeah we still have to definitely approach the the stories in the right way and it's interesting because i think approaching sometimes so, so sometimes you approach wrestlers and they're like, yeah, I've seen the show. I love the show. would love to be a part of it. And it's very, you know, straightforward and um, all that. But, you know, family members, it's kind of a different thing because, you know, family members aren't really plugged into 
um, the show and or the wrestling kind of ecosystem. So, you know, it, it is kind of still, you know, we find ourselves having to, you know, not necessarily sell ourselves, but, you know, make sure that we're coming from the right place. Uh, with telling the story and you know we always try and find that before we approach anybody like listen to our hearts follow that and 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 you know a lot of these are difficult stories to tell and revisiting some pretty traumatic stuff and you know we definitely want to make sure that we're not like exploiting that you know for our show that's that is you know somewhat successful now we we want to make sure that we're telling these stories and there really is kind of a motivating factor or a a purpose for it you know um at the end of the day and i think the grizzly smith one is a really good example of that because you know um i think that you know even though jake and his siblings robin and and sam houston you know they've they've gone through you know they've they've they've, they've come up through a pretty traumatic upbringing and um, I think for them, a huge motivating factor wanting to be a part of the, that episode was to try and help people that if people who have been through similar things or they don't have uh, or they don't know where to go or who to talk to, um, this is like what, what we've been through and we've survived and come through the other side. And now it's our chance of kind of giving back. And so I think like for us, it's, it's really just, yeah, you know, finding that you know, purpose and some of the darker stories, but also trying to find a way that it can be, um, yeah, it can have some function. Yeah. There, there's so much to get into and I, I appreciate your guys' time this afternoon. Uh, you, you guys can check out the season premiere Thursday, May 6th. It's going to be a two hour episode. The Brian Pillman story, uh, we also found out Chris Jericho's back as a series narrator, which probably helps, a great deal establish a, a voice of the show. You did uh, Dark Side of the Ring Confidential, and Vice is getting a, a little more help in the wrestling department with MLW coming soon. So that's right. There's so many things that are coming out of this project. It, it, it's great to watch every week, and it's great to see how it's grown in now three seasons. And uh, I can't wait to see the the episodes that come out, and you know, see how it's received and. Thank you guys for your time today. Awesome. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, Bill.